Hey, dads. Back in the summer, we spoke with Scotty Iseri about social-emotional learning and about his podcast for kids called The Imagined Neighborhood. Much of that conversation didn't make it into the episode, and there is a lot of big things happening in the world right now. So we thought this would be a great time to dig a little bit deeper into our conversation with Scotty and to give you a peek behind the curtain at his podcast, The Imagine Neighborhood. So enjoy the bonus episode. Scotty, you work in social-emotional learning. To kick things off, could you just give us sort of a brief definition of what that means? Social-emotional learning goes through a lot of names. People know it as mindfulness or emotional intelligence. In the business world, it gets called soft skills or people skills. Um, and there are, the, the overall uh, notion that I like to use is like, we've all known people that don't have good social-emotional skills, right? We've had that boss. We've had that coworker, we've had that person that you've dealt with that just doesn't know how to how to interact well. But it, it encompasses a variety of skills around things like uh, understanding and managing your emotions and uh, building empathy. Um, and, and 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 the way it pertains to learning is 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 skills like a growth mindset, not saying to yourself, I'll never get this right or I'm never gonna be able it's being able to say I will get it someday or if I work hard on this and then I will um, achieve it. Um, and so Committee for Children has been around for, it's a nonprofit based in Seattle um, that's been around for about 40 years and produces uh, a curriculum called Second Step. And it's, it, it works in school. It's in about half the elementary schools in the country and um, uh, kids internationally use it as well. Um, and it's a classroom product. So teachers, um, you know, they, they um, help kids walk through a variety of skills around managing emotions, building their growth mindset. Uh, building their empathy. It's really about like how to get along and then how to be able to learn, right? If you can't really, if you're, if you're so upset that you can't um, redirect your energy somewhere else, you're not going to be able to, to, to do a math program, to do, you know, some math problems and stuff. So, um, so the overall skill set is of social emotional learning is stuff that's, that's really important and is only now in like the last couple of years really starting to be seen as something that like, oh, this, this helps with all these other potential pitfalls of learning, that it helps kids be able to calm themselves. It helps kids be able to redirect those angry feelings or express those angry feelings in a way that's healthy rather than freaking out and hitting stuff or yeah. tap dancing across the same classroom. <laughs> um, right. Um, and so the, 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 the podcast, Imagine Neighborhood, was a, a really an attempt to see how do we take this thing that's working really well in the classroom and make it so it's really easy for parents to do because that's a huge missing component, right? As much as with any kind of learning, right? Like teachers can, you can have an amazing teacher, you can have a, uh, a really ready classroom, but like really that home piece is really important. You know, whether it's parents that help the kids do the homework or, or parents that have the skills that, they, that can help their kids, um, help their kids with learning. And so the same was true with social emotional learning. You can have this great curriculum and teachers that know how to, uh, how to do it and they're nailing it. But if they're not getting those same messages at home, kids are only in class like six, seven hours a day, maybe. Um, right. So we wanted to create something that would be easy and available for for grownups um, in a in a non classroom situation, right? Um, and with my background in radio, we just we tried this podcast idea, and it it luckily seems to be working really well. 
please tell us a bit about the podcast. I mean, Mark and I have both listened and we think it's brilliant. I mean, the characters are hilarious. The storytelling is, it's just awesome. I think you present it in such a nice way. It's very, it's a very powerful tool, but I would love to hear about kind of how it came about and, and, uh, and have you talk a bit more about that. The, the show is, uh, is a storytelling show. So every episode we have a fun original story with uh, one of our original characters, such as Macho Supreme of the Space Marines, uh, or Princess Donosaurus, or Captain Marion of the Fire Pirates. We have these sort of big, fantastical, huge characters, and they, they go through an adventure together, usually with me as the host. And in the course of that story, we're, we're using that story to kind of highlight a social-emotional skill. As an example, um, we've got, we just put out one for back to school called Blame It on Blurg's Day. And we know that when kids are going back to school in 2020, things are going to be different. Maybe they're going to be home all day. Maybe they're only in school for two hours twice a week and they have to wear a mask and they can't touch their friends and they can't throw their lunch and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a lot of changes. And in the imagined neighborhood, we just have a whole day for that. So once every random day, it's a Blurg's day. An announcement gets made where there's a brand new rule. There's no gravity today. Or the uh, all the PhDs have to fight pirates with lemons. Um <laughs> And uh, we have a character that is really upset by this, that wants to prepare for everything and wants to be in charge and wants to know how to deal with it. And really, the only thing you can say is, is blame it on Blurg's Day. So we look for ways that we can create a story that is a metaphor for something that a kid might be going through, blow it up into something huge with cannons and lasers and robots and, and vampires and, and fun stuff. But really, the core of it is like using that story to help kids understand kind of how their minds and how their hearts work. I think the real secret sauce, though, is that in every episode, we, we, we ask the listener questions, and we ask them to ask their grown-up the same questions. So we might ask a kid, how does your body feel when you're mad? Uh, and we'll play some music that, that kind of helps underscore what that might feel like, that, that maybe your fists clench up, or maybe your heart beats really fast, or maybe your face feels really hot. And then we say, hey, ask your grown-up how their body feels when they're mad. Yeah. As a grown-up, I don't get asked questions like that very often, and it forces me to kind of sit and think, oh, yeah, this is how, my, this is how I deal with anger. This is how I deal with joy or frustration or disappointment. And we're finding that parents are actually getting into it. They're, they're listening to the show with their kids, and then they're having these conversations about it. And that's kind of the, the goal of the podcast overall is that those, those grown-ups and those kids talking about what's going on inside of them in a really fun and and easy way right it doesn't have to be a therapy session it's literally just making it normal to talk about your feelings a little bit that is the imagine neighborhood <laughs> i was listening to one of the episodes with um is it count vacula count vacula yes <laughs> yeah and i want to i want to say there was some we there was a period where we listened we were just listening to like blocks of episodes like in car <laughs> in car rides and um i will i will say that i like my kids are a little young maybe for something like that. But I was like, I just, I want to see what happens. You know, I, they, they might totally ignore this, but we threw it on one day and man, they got quiet quick and, really? and it, and it held their attention for a lot longer than, than I expected it to just knowing that my kids are often <laughs> crazy, <laughs> uh, especially when they're strapped to their car seats. But, um, but you know, you could tell that there was something, you know, about the, the storytelling aspect there is so many different ways to feel something like f fear, you know, or, or happiness, you know, or a feeling of excitement. And it's, I guess all I'm saying is that it's, it's such a great thing to explore 
different ways to experience those things because it's it just it just really broadens your your understanding you know of of the film which i know is all part of the plan with imagine neighborhood but when i was listening to to the show that really the music thing really stuck out to me as like wow wow what a great what a great way you know like you think about watching movies right and jurassic park is scary right Mm -hmm. but without the sound design of it, Mm -hmm. you know, and without the music aspect of it, is it as scary? You know, there's, there's something about that part of it that really just, like you said, gets your heart beating. And like right now I can hear the crickets and I can hear a motorcycle and I can hear some heavy metal guitar music. And that can only mean one thing. It is my good friend, Dr. Apocalypso. Oi, Scotty, can you talk? Hi, Dr. Apocalypso. Sure, Sure thing. Are you okay? I am now. But I'm in the middle of a righteous adventure, and I could use some help. Oh, I can't wait. Dr. Apocalypso always has the best adventures. I'm really passionate. I love music, and I, I, I play music. And, and I see you've got a guitar behind you, so I'm assuming you play as <laughs> yeah, well. But it's like, more than a prop. Just I'm just sure. going on. It's, it's a prop right jerk. now, He's like, but oh, I do yeah, my play guitar. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that like giving people vocabulary around the feelings that they have, like some people may not be able to say it out loud. Some people may want to draw it. Some people can paint beautiful pictures and some people play, play music. And so it's because it's an audio podcast, it's giving one more kind of tool to be able to, to talk about those emotions. Um, and I think you're totally right that like I, I was, I was thinking of um, the, the end of Avengers end game when the, Spoilers for three <laughs> close, years, close when, years. <laughs> when the heroes all come back uh, and it's this beautiful moment and it's amazing. And then it ends up turning into this huge comic splash panel of like all my favorite heroes beating the crap out of all the bad guys. Um, and I remember seeing a, a clip of that without the music. And I was like, oh, that doesn't. <laughs> when I saw this in the movie theater, I was crying That's and cheering. And going, yes! And then like seeing it without it, I was like, oh, this is well done. I guess this is really hmm, paced. One. Yeah. <laughs> but like the music is really what adds that. Um, that kind of. The, the thing that's hard to say sometimes it's kind of, it, can, it might be hard to say, you know, my, uh, my, my, my cheeks hurt from smiling because of the, I don't know, the way you make me feel or something like that. But if you've got a song that can express that, uh, I mean, it, it, it nudges you towards that vocabulary. Yeah. You're so, you're so right about, about music sometimes just does the talking for you, you know? Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I just feel like that's something that so many people can understand kids and adults, you know? And I think it's, you know, with you've got very young kids, like um, they may not, uh, you know, I'm not sure how much they're, I'm assuming they're talking a lot if they're two, but. Um. Yeah, they will. Sometimes they won't shut up, actually. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, as they're learning words and they're, they're, they, they may be able to experience something sort of musically or visually or something that they don't have the words for yet. Yeah. So, even just being able to say, "Oh, it's just like that Katy Perry song." It's just, like, <laughs> yeah. However, 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 they're able to find those 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 yeah. hooks in to talk about about what's going on inside of them. Yeah, like, be really special. I love the idea of a the podcast format for kids. I mean, I love podcasts, but I find that I'm listening to them when I'm driving or when I'm doing the dishes or you know preparing a meal. When do you? I'd love to hear about why you've chosen this medium specifically for kids and a little bit about, you know, where you find that kids are listening to it. Is, is it when they're sitting in the car? Is it when they're playing and doing something else and it's in the background? How are kids engaging with this audio media? Um, 
Well, it's it's much cheaper than animation. <laughs> that was yes, it is. Uh, I, I'm an audio guy. I, I love audio. I, I uh, you know, working in radio. I, I was a sound designer in theater for 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 a spell. I think audio is a really powerful medium, and it engages you in a way that um, when you have the visuals going along with it, it's not necessarily the same thing. Um, so the name of the show is the Imagine Neighborhood, and at bare minimum, by listening to these characters and these stories, um, you're forced to kind of imagine what's going on in there. Um, I don't think there's any research around this, but this notion of, of imagination, to me, that's a, that's a precursor to empathy, right? Like imagining what someone might feel like, whether it's a character who uh, is getting attacked by pixies or who is uh, trying to steal all the socks from the, from the neighborhood. You, you're, you're put in this position where you're, you start by imagining like the scene and what's happening. Um, and then we ask you to imagine what they feel like as well. So um, it's kind of this great, double-edged sword that's there's a positive version of a double-edged sword right like it's <laughs> sure. it cuts both ways that's what i'm thinking yeah, there of. You like go. so we we get to engage the kids imagination and get them thinking about um the, the their own version of what the neighborhood or what the characters look like and at the same time it kind of lights those little sparks for thinking about what the characters might feel and how they might start to empathize with with another person i, I don't know that there's research around this but like i i, I feel like one of the the building blocks of empathy is being able to imagine what it might be like to maybe be somebody else. And so if we're talking like with audio, because you don't have the, the, the picture in front of you, you're able to kind of hear the voices and create your own picture of it. I think it's also that um, audio is a pretty podcasting specifically is a pretty intimate medium. It's usually just you and headphones uh, or you and your Alexa when you're if, mm-hmm. um, or sorry, you and your smart speaker device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to have this story told to you one-on-one. And um, I think, you know, you may be, I don't know how many podcasts you guys listen to, but you may have some that you listen to and you feel like, oh, I was just hanging out with friends. And if they can't think of the name of that movie and you're like, ah, it's the color purple or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, it, it it's a way to kind of like really have that kind of one-on-one thing as close as you can in a, in a broadcasting medium. Mm. Um in terms of where kids are listening to it, we hear all kinds of stuff. Um, we hear a lot of kids using it, doing it in the car, which is kind of what I designed it, what we designed it around. That like, you know, the kids and parents are listening to it, and then suddenly the kids are like, "Dad, what do you think about how you feel?" Yeah. They, they, they would have that sort of time stuck together that they would be listening. Um, but we hear from kids that listen to it at, at breakfast first thing in the morning. That's what they do on Mondays when the episodes come out, or as a bedtime thing. Um, we do hear kids asking their smart speakers for it, which yeah. is kind of fun to, to, to think about it on demand that way. But um, that's, I think, one of the powers of this is like an educational piece is that it does fit into a lot of different families' lives in different ways. So it can be a thing for the car. It can be a thing for bedtime. It can be a thing for breakfast. It can be a thing for, for your smart speaker, whatever it is. Like it's, it's flexible enough to fit in that, in, that, um, in that context, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. That's brilliant. I love the idea of it as like an evening routine, have a little dinner, you sit down, you put the podcast on, you listen to it, you talk about it where you get in a bath, whatever. And I'm just talking about me personally. Sure. No, I (laughs) I mean, the kids can be part of it. That's fine. I like to think for the adult, it's like a pump up thing, like a pre-workout. You're going to go to CrossFit and do the ropes or whatever. And so they just listen to my soothing voice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. How are you kind today? And it just goes, 
just brings the beast mode out. <laughs> I, I love the question of how are you kind today? And I love that that's a form on the website, um, mm. which is it. Uh, do you get, a, do you get a lot of traffic through that? Like, do you get a lot of people filling that out and, and sending in? I would say it's I, a lot is, is I wouldn't say a lot, but enough that it makes me think it's worthwhile. Yeah. Um, oh, good. We end every show by saying, how are you kind today? Yeah. And it's meant to be this kind of reminder to be kind. Yeah. Uh, uh, or to think about how you were kind and to, to make that explicit, you know, the, 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 the kind thing you did, whether it was wearing your mask or mm-hmm. helping someone across the street, or you were kind to yourself, right? Like ah. that's, that's another big part of kindness that is, that is difficult, especially when, when the world is difficult. Yes. Um, so I, I, I think we get enough people that do actually put responses into that, that it makes me think, okay, this is, this is a worthwhile thing to do, to ask people. Yeah, the interactive element is great. Uh, Are there any other methods that you use for getting kids to interact with the content? One thing that that has been awesome has been seeing kids because it's an audio podcast. uh, There's no like official version of what the characters look like, and so we get kids that like write it. They draw the characters and send them to us, and nothing makes me happier than to see ten different versions of Captain Marion or princess Donosaurus, and it's so awesome so like uh we have an instagram for that that we call the infinite refrigerator um which you can find that from the website but like if you want to see like 10 different versions of what a dinosaur princess might look like it's pretty dope fantastic that's so much fun and what a great way to bring to to bring that into you know into a more visual uh a part of the kid you know part of the kid's life that's 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 super cool Scotty East Harry, thank you so much for all the work that you do with Committee for Children. It's very important work and for the fabulous Imagine Neighborhood. Um, it is just so uh, the type of content and education that the world needs right now. And um, dads, you can find Committee for Children at cfchildren.org. And Imagine Neighborhood can be found pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, all the same places that you find modern dadhood. Um, there are also some really great, uh, fun activities at imagineneighborhood.org. Scotty, hope you and your family stay well and stay healthy and look forward to staying in touch. Thanks fellas. I am so grateful to be on the show. I'm a listener of the show as well. So I appreciate having a spot where dads can talk. So congratulations and thank you for having me.